question we're often asked is, how do you measure marketing effectiveness? Mm. <laughs> marketing and measurement, not always two subjects that, uh, that go together, do they? Uh, however, marketing, remember, is about creating a demand for your product or service. And the challenge is that many elements of creating demand can be a bit intangible. And there's not always an absolute direct relationship with the input. So, for example, you're creating blog posts that your clients like. You're all over social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. And you know that people are opening your emails and then nothing's happened. However, you turn up at an event. And you finally meet that client that's opening everything of yours. You have a great conversation and you get to meet and finally they convert. So you're probably saying to yourself, so, okay, so which part of that marketing process created the results? And and I suspect it will be a combination of all of it. However, there are a couple of things to look at and consider when you're thinking about marketing effectiveness. And that is the subject of today's podcast. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise Oyston from Superfast Recruitment with the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. And today's subject is measuring marketing effectiveness. Not always easy. Um, I'm going to get into it in a minute. And for those of you who have just stumbled across us on iTunes, well done you. Um, you can find a, uh, a download of this um, particular recording over at uh, superfastrecruitment.co.uk. You're late to the party because I think there's probably another 117, 118 episodes. So feast yourself on all the episodes and uh, and the, there's lots of different um, ideas and strategies and suggestions that we give uh, on our podcast. And as always, we um, we actually have a transcription for you over on the Superfast Recruitment blog. If you go there, we have a search bar and it'll say, you know, just, just tap in marketing effectiveness or something like that. And as if by magic, it will appear. Now, I am on a mission, as is Sharon, to get the message out there. We are big fans of personal development and helping people live their life in a way that they want to. And a big part of that is getting the best career opportunities available. And we know, because we've been working with cruisers for a long time, that you guys deliver that. So the, the more we can help recruitment companies scale and grow, the more that they can help other people get the job of their dreams and also <laughs> provide a, a great service to their clients too. Having been a client of a number of um, recruitment companies in my time as a sales and marketing director, um, I, I do appreciate their value. So um, 
bit of a long-winded way to say it but anyhow this is the payment bit at the front this is what pays for the podcast so go and leave us a review please we would love it i know that itunes makes it um virtually impossible (laughs) to leave a review they make it as challenging as possible however we'd really appreciate it if you leave us a review that would be fantabulous and uh, and as I say, you know, head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk, find lots of things on there. Um, you can, uh, if you're not on our email list, then download one of our reports, go and watch one of our webinars or whatever. Um, so marketing effectiveness, let's get into it. And um, talked a little bit about the fact that it can be uh, intangible. However, the two things that are important to measure now If you go to some big branding guru somewhere, they're going to tell you about share of voice and all this sort of stuff, which is really important. Yes, totally get that. However, we're practical girls and there's two things that we like to measure. Obviously, there's different layers underneath this, but the, the first one is the value of a customer to us. And for you guys, that would be what is the value of a of a client? And you may want to call it an account, whatever, and the value of a candidate. And then it's what are your acquisition costs? What's your client acquisition cost? And that way, having a handle on these two numbers can really help inform you on um, not only how effective your marketing is, but, but where you actually spend it. So Let's just talk about this first of all. So let's just talk about customer value. Call it customer value, could be client value, could be candidate value. So it's good to know (laughs) how much a client or candidate is worth to us. So, you know, in the unique world of recruitment, we've got several interesting scenarios. You've two types of customer, both of which have a value. One of those is obviously clients and the other one is candidates. Now, um, to, I'm going to use a few examples here and I might just have to refer to my notes because I'm going to do a bit of maths. I'm going to do a bit of maths and make it easy for you to, to work out. Um, so it might be a good idea if you go over to Supervisor Recruitment so you can see the numbers that I've, I've written down. But let me talk about this. So let's just say that um, your client is a company that has a certain turnover and is in a growth sector. So your anal- your analysis will have given you some idea of the potential value of that account, right? So we talk a lot um, on the Superfast Recruitment website about messaging and, um, you know, how you approach clients and how you can actually create your cl- uh, buying personas. So when you know all that, you'll have a really good idea about your clients. So let's just say that you know who your ideal client is and you go back and you look at some of your historical data. And in that data, you find out that one of your best clients is Acme Consulting. Don't you love that word, Acme? I I, I use it for everything. I just don't want to offend somebody. I'm sure Acme Construction might be actually listening at some point in time. But anyway, so Acme Construction has made 21 placements with you You'll see why I've done 21, because it just helps with my maths. Um, Has made 21 placements with you over the past three years. And each placement is worth around about 6K. So therefore, the lifetime value of this client to you, um, 
Sometimes you'll see this uh, listed as CLV, so customer lifetime value. It's pretty easy to calculate. Is that is that figure? So that figure is based on how long they stay with you, hence the lifetime value. Now, I'm making an assumption. I've just talked about a three-year period here. So we've got 21 times by 6K, 21 placements times by 6K. That will give you 126,000 over a three-year period. So that's what that client has, the revenue that you have made by working with that client. Um, and this is obviously, we'll call this lifetime value, but let's just say that what if um, we, we roll this scenario forward a little bit more? So what if this level of recruiting maintained itself over the next two years? Let's just say that you didn't do anything more and and you managed to just maintain it. This figure could now change as follows. Now, obviously, I'm sure you've worked out. Let's make an assumption that you're making on average seven placements a year. So another two years over a five year period. Let's just say that this figure changes from 21. It's now going to add add, uh, another seven placements for the two years we've added. So that comes to 35 placements. And at £6,000 a placement, that makes £210,000. Now, what if... You follow the Superfast Recruitment blog, you sign up for some of our programs and your service delivery and your marketing gets even better and your client retention gets great and you upsell across the, the organisation and people that this, this particular um, organisation, Acme Construction, knows. Then, then the 210,000 figure that we have quoted could significantly increase. Therefore, consider this. Clients like Acme would be an ideal client for you to target if you want more consistent revenue. Therefore, knowing your numbers, what would you be willing to spend to bring on more clients like Acme? So you know your your client value now. This is the starting point of planning your marketing investment because your investment is focused on creating demand so that other clients who are like Acme come across you, you can have a conversation with them and then you convert them. So that that's an important starting point is knowing your, your lifetime value of a customer or let's just say an account. Now the big question is <laughs> how much is it going to cost you? This is where you're thinking about measuring your marketing effectiveness. How much would it then cost you to bring in more more clients like Acme? Because, you know, if you know that a client's going to bring you, you know, in excess of, of £200,000 over the, over the lifetime, let's just, we're just saying five years here. And we, we have clients that have clients that have been with them 10, 15 years. Then you can start to think about, okay, so how much can I afford to to spend on my uh, my marketing? So let's look at a campaign. Now, obviously, uh, th- there are other costs. I know there are other costs. There's your building costs. There's your insurance costs. There's the cost of your, your the, the salary of your consultants and all this sort of thing. But let's just look at the cost of a marketing campaign to see how that actually works with regards to, to revenues. Now, the question here is, 
it's all about acquiring a customer for a specific amount of money that is less than the cost of the service that they're going to buy from you. If you imagine like somebody like Warren Buffet, he works on something like a 20% um, ROI. So if if 20% is good enough for Warren, then it's good enough for me. And I'm sure it's good enough for you. And in fact, the, the numbers I'm going to share with you, which are not out of kilter, by the way. Um, I, know, I know this for a fact because we work with some of our clients. And these figures are very, 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 very doable. So let me talk about this. So let's just imagine that you are going to use a sales and marketing funnel. That's the great value of a marketing funnel because in today's business world, um, people are a bit different. They need to be nurtured through a process. And we've talked about this before in the past about the buyer cycle. Not everyone is ready to buy straight away. So let's just say that your funnel is going to be designed in such a way that your potential clients or candidates go go through that funnel. And the good news is many of those interactions can be automated. And then a percentage of these convert. So We've talked about data like this in the past. Um, Sharon mentioned it on a recent webinar of ours that around um, anywhere between three and five percent of your uh, potential contacts, clients, if you like, are ready to buy leads. Let's call them leads are ready to buy now. I know that's really small. However, um, that other 97 percent might be ready to buy, but that might be in the future. So let's just let's just work with these numbers. So let me give you an example. Let's say that you've decided to target a particular sector and you're running paid adverts. Now, let's just say it's on LinkedIn just to make it easier, um, because the, 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 the figures that I'm going to quote you, I know because we have run a similar campaign ourselves. And it's just so you can see the, the, the revenues here. So let me just um, I'm just checking my my figures here. So. So let's just say that um, you are going to offer offer to um, call it cold traffic. You're going to offer to people who you want to bring in as clients something of value. Now, on your website, you might have a free report or sometimes people call them ethical bribe. And you can also share this on social media. So let's just say that you are running a paid advert to what's known as a landing page. If you're not too clear on some of these these things that we're talking about, then head over to Superfast Recruitment. We've got um, information, we've got blog posts and all of the things I'm talking about here. So let's just say you're running a paid advert to a landing page, which is offering a free report of some description that relates to an issue that one of you know one of your clients is having when it comes to the recruitment process. And I'm absolutely sure you will know many of them. Now, what this does is people that see your advert, and LinkedIn's very good at this, by the way, you can really hone down your targeting. It's it's awesome. And when it comes to things like that, you can actually hone down your targeting to either male or female, specific industries, specific Uh, job titles, all these things you can do with LinkedIn. So let's just say that your advert is being shown to a specific target group and um, people go and visit the page and then they'll make a decision whether or not they want to um, download your report. Now, bear in mind, these people have probably never heard of you. 
at all. So they're probably going to be, it's called cold traffic. They're less likely to give you the name and email address for a free report. However, if you make your messaging compelling, they are likely to give you their name and email address for a free report. So just using some data, the, the you know average data, let's just say that for every uh, five people that visit your page, one of them gives you their name and email address. And so therefore, they are then into your sales and marketing funnel. Now, do some of the content around that another time, but let's just say that they then go into a funnel that you have designed that has a combination of contact points, including speaking to them on the phone. Now, let's look at this. So let's just talk about an average cost. So let's just say that every click on LinkedIn, you pay £3 for it, $3, whatever. And um, you know that it takes five clicks on average for um, for you to get a name and email address. So therefore, that email lead has cost you £15. Fair enough, 15 quid. You've got a lead that's quite targeted in your sector that you can then market to. Now, let's make it easier <laughs> on the maths and on the knees. So let's just say that um, you then capture 100 email leads and that 100 email leads has therefore now cost you £1,500, which is, you know, we're, we're marketing here. We're, we're, we're spending money to bring in more money. So let's just say £1,500. You've got 100 people. Now, let's say worst case scenario, and we've, we've quoted those figures of the buying cycle, that out of those 100 people, you then manage to convert 3% of them. Now, there's different ways and strategies, obviously, including the way that you email them, the way you engage with them on the phone, you know, how you then then sell to them a profile, your products or whatever. Let's just say that you manage to convert three of those people. OK, um, and let's just say that of those three people that you managed to convert, that they're not as lucrative as Acme. Let's just say they give you half the revenue that Acme give you. Now, how is this going to look when we look at the maths? So let me just say a little bit more about this, because let's say that you've decided to run this advert, but you're not particularly good at writing reports or designing the funnel. So you outsource some of that work. So let's just say that you've got somebody to write a report for you and um, you've got the emails that need to to go alongside that and everything else. And let's just say that the whole, you know, paid advertising, the cost of all this comes to about £6,000, which wouldn't be unrealistic. Um, And uh, and by the way, in one of our programmes, we actually provide email campaigns, um, you know, ethical bribes-free reports like this as well. So if you want to know more about that, send me an email and, and just put Superfast Circle in the um, in the email and I'll tell you about how that works. But j- just for, for the sake of, you know, finishing this, then imagine that you spent £6,000 on a campaign. And by the way, this this free report could last you for years we have a couple of free reports that are still being downloaded to this day that I wrote six years ago. 
and they're not out of date because I have refreshed them a couple of times. But but literally, I wrote those. I wrote the um, the actual uh, landing page copy and everything. And people are are giving us the name and email address every single day into those reports. So you know you can imagine like you do the work once and it's there. Obviously, your advertising costs you need to pay for on top. So. Okay, let's just look at these figures now. So now the figures are quite interesting. So let's assume that you've converted three. It's likely you will convert more and over a time period, almost certainly you will convert more and that your average spend was um, was 6,000. So you converted three and those three people um, are organisations that, you know, similar to Acme over a period of five years are going to... Um, spend with you because they're recruiting around about 105,000 because obviously what we've done is we've said they're not as much so the other ones were spending 210 so we've looked at 105,000 so for a spend of 6,000 you have got an ROI of 315,000 so you can see what your return on investment is this is how you calculate marketing um, benefits, marketing effectiveness. You start to look at, okay, what does it cost me to acquire a customer? Now, obviously, you need a conversion process, and that conversion process is often, you know, a nurturing campaign, part of which will involve telephone conversations. And trust me, they're so much easier when someone is warmed up to you and your brand and they see you as a thought leader, which we talked about in a, in a recent podcast. So imagine now how you can then start to think about, OK, so what's the effectiveness? What's the lifetime value of an account? What if I could bring some more people in like that? And what, what's it costing me to acquire a customer? Now, it depends on your conversion rate as well, because Let's just say you have some amazing BD people who are fantastic at converting people. Now, that that figure of 100 leads that came into your into your pipeline, you know, you've got a real ninja in the in in amongst your your team that they might convert 10. They might convert 15 of those people. Think of the revenues there. This is what you need to be thinking about when it comes to how effective your marketing campaigns are. You know, you've got to you've got to spend to accumulate fact of life. Um, And, you know, if you thought, well, okay, if I was spending six thousand pounds on a campaign and potentially that's going to net me X amount within a certain time period. You do that every day of the week, wouldn't you? Or maybe not every day, but I think you get what I'm saying. So. That's how you start to consider the effectiveness of your marketing campaigns. Now, if you would like some ideas on how to structure a campaign, then get in contact. Um, if you're on iTunes, head over to Superfast Recruitment, you know, send us off a quick email. Let's have a, you know, a no obligation conversation and uh, and let's take it from there and see if we can help you get some of these these results too. So this is Denise from Superfast Recruitment saying bye for now.